there's a lighthouse on a hillside that overlooks life's sea. When I'm tossed about, it sends out a light that I might see. If it wasn't for the lighthouse, this ship would be no
you have your Bibles today, I invite you to turn with us to the book of Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. Romans chapter 5, verses 6 through 8. For we were yet without strength. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet perhaps for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commandeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet without sinners, Christ died for us. Father, thank you for those who've gone before us. Thank you for those who have served under the American flag and made the ultimate sacrifice. Father, I thank you for the Christian flag and for the one named Jesus who died that we might live. And I thank you that he is alive today. Lord, I pray that you'd bless now in Jesus' name. Amen. I meant to make mention of this for prayer time. Um, I'm not one to say much about myself, but I've been having trouble with my eyes, and I didn't want to admit it, I guess. And so finally, I, I went to the doctor this week, to eye specialist over in Clemson, and my left eye in the uh, area where the gel is has a wrinkle in it, so I don't see clear out of the left eye. The right eye... Uh, is the worst. It has cataracts as well as a hole in the pupil. So when I close my left eye, I see twice of you. When I'm driving down the road at night, it's not safe, so I'm going to have to stop driving at night, it seems, because when I close my left eye, I barely see taillights. Now, I'm supposed to go this coming Friday to a retina specialist to see what they can do about the hole that's in this eye that's obstructing my vision. And then uh, they said they would talk about the cataracts. And then I hope I can have some kind of surgery that I can do away with these things. So, you don't have to feel sorry for me, but just pray for me. But you might notice I'm, I'm just having trouble. I can't read the scripture up there. And I'm having trouble seeing the words. And um, God's in control, though. And if it's meant to continue to see, to preach, then that's what I'll do. And when I can't see to preach, then I'll share everything that I have in my heart concerning Scripture until somebody comes along and takes over, all right? But today is a day that our church has set aside to honor and remember our soldiers, to remember those who served, remember those who gave. Now, I did not serve. I was a 4F. In 1966, when Vietnam was wide open, it was two weeks after high school graduation that I got my draft notice. Two weeks. Well, we went down to Columbia, and I was sent back. And I was a 4F, but many of my classmates went, and they served. And one of the guys that I was in high school with, in church with, RAs with, camped with, baseball, was killed there, Donnie Clardy. He's buried over on Highway 88. But my dad served, and served proudly. He was a Vietnam, no, excuse me, he was a Pearl Harbor uh, survivor. And I heard many stories of what he had to do. So 
I could have my freedom. So again, I thank all of you who served in the armed forces. Regardless of what it was or where it was, I just want to thank you personally uh, for that. But today is a day in which we uh, want to honor those of you who are with us today and thank you again uh, for serving. Addison, I don't know if you picked up on everything um, that Addison had to say, but I appreciate what she had to say concerning uh, Veterans Day. But uh, she made mention of in 1919, uh, President Woodrow Wilson proclaimed November the 11th as Armistice Day, and all that was to do was uh, to recognize veterans, um, Americans who had uh, suffered and died uh, as tragedies of war. But then a new, new law was adopted in 1938, made the day a federal holiday, which rightfully so. And I think today, I make mention of it many times, I, don't, I, don't, I think that all of our veterans, whether you served in war, combat, or not, all your medical stuff should be free. Amen? It should be free. You shouldn't have to pay for that stuff because you've already paid your debt by serving your country. And to that I am grateful and I am so thankful that you had the heart to go and to serve and to be what you are even today and not ashamed to say, I am a veteran. And as I said, I, I want to thank everyone that I possibly can thank. When I see these guys and ladies with caps on and it tells what branch of service they was in, I, I have no problem going up and saying thank you for serving our nation because I enjoy my freedom every day. It's a day to remember First of all, we need to remember those who risked their lives for us. And it might shock you, but I start with our mothers. Our mothers, many mothers died giving birth to babies. And you know, hey, their children living today that their mother died giving birth to them. And you know, that's a, I won't say it's a debt, but it's something that that child hopefully that mother was saved that that child when they get to heaven that they will want to thank their mother for what she went through just to give them birth and while my mother was living hey I always called her on her birthday and I always called her on mother's day to thank her for giving birth to me another group that we need to be thankful for is our law enforcement how many of you in here have broken the law and been stopped? Don't be ashamed to raise your hand. Hey, you're not so tough. Yeah, very few cannot raise your hand. Hey, I tell them when they stop me, I say, son, do your job because I was guilty. Let me tell you something. I have never been stopped for what I wasn't guilty. Never. Every time I've ever been stopped, I was guilty. Hey, I've run stop signs, I was caught. I was speeding, I was caught. Driving on the wrong side of the road, I was caught. Hello? Your preacher! I'm human. And if you, can, if you can raise your hand and say, I've never broken the law, the Bible says there's a place for all liars. <laughs> Hello? 
Now, you may not have been caught, but I guarantee you've broken the speed limit if it wasn't but one mile an hour. I was talking to one of our law enforcement officers, and I want to share with you what he said. I thanked him because he sits around here hidden somewhere during church hours especially. And I asked him, I said, you know, it's 35 mile an hour out there. I said, tell me about that. He said, well... He said, if it's not during church hours, he said, I'll give a man 10 miles. I'll give him 10. And he said, if it's church hours, they don't get nothing. He said, let me tell you, I was sitting down here at the car wash, backed up in there, and he said, I saw this car quickly turn off of 123 onto 24. I mean, quickly. He said, from the, from the traffic light to the car wash, I clocked him at 70 miles an hour. He said it was way down the highway before I could get him stopped. He had his girlfriend with him. I said, son, where are you going? He said, I'm going to the lake. He said, well, I'm going to have to find you today, and here's why. So I thanked him. He's out there. Now, you know, uh, you know what we do? Hey. Here sits a man and he's, he's headed back in here to stop people from speeding. What do you and I do as pedestrians? Come on. I know you do it. Huh? Flash them lights. Let them know. Hey. Do you want a drunk running over you? Do you want somebody speeding and hitting you head on? They're there to do their job. And that's again, that's another thing. I thank them. I thank the men and the women who are in the blue. Support them. I guarantee you it's, it's, it's like this. The pay is not that great. It's not. It should be, but it's not. But I thank God for our law enforcement in whatever division you're in. I, I'm going to tell you something else I'm thankful for. If you're in law enforcement in any capacity, I want you to stand up right now. In any capacity. Stand up. Let's go now. I, I know some of you. Okay, keep, keep standing up there now, ladies. Listen, I, I want to thank you personally, every one of you. I love you and I thank you. And if you see your pastor out right loud, you lock him up if you have to. <laughs> you may be hey. Just because I am a pastor preacher doesn't make me above the law. Hello? All right. Now you guys know what to do. You know my truck, and I'm certainly you know the old van. There's not but one in Oconee County like it. But we need to remember those who enforce the law. How about our firefighters? You know, right out here, I mean, I've been working in Anderson for several off and on days off of Mary Avenue. And I mean, I have seen so many near misses. I hear the sirens way before they get to where I am. And I look, and it's fire and rescue and ambulances. And it is amazing to me. I'm right there between two big intersections. I, I just watch them because I'm praying for them. Remember? Praying for them. When I hear a, a siren, I try to stop. And pray for whoever they're going after. And pray for uh, the one that's driving and the one that's going to administer whatever they're going to have to do. But it's amazing to me 
to stand and watch people who will not get out of the way and let the fire and rescue and ambulances get through. It's, it's amazing to me. that does, Listen, there is no respect. Now, I taught our boys, and I hope you're teaching your young'uns, to respect the law. They deserve our respect. And if we don't teach our kids, we're going to raise up a disrespectful generation. I feel like I ought to hang one on my side, Mike. Let it be exposed. I mean, I mean, hang it there. Yeah, I'm a carrying. You know, people, this concealed weapon. Okay, hey, I'm glad. Somebody asked me, are we prepared? I said, I don't know how many of our men and ladies carry, but I guarantee there's some in here right now that are carriers. And I'm thankful for that. Well, listen, I don't live in fear. The devil wants us to live in fear. Now, when we think about those who have given um, their life, the, the mothers and the law enforcement and the firefighters and the rescue people, they come when we call 911. They come. Secondly, not only remember those who risked their lives for us, but how about this? We need to remember those who lost their lives for us. I'm not sure of the numbers, and if I'm wrong, it's okay to speak up and correct me, okay? Uh, the Vietnam Memorial Wall is over at Blue Ridge Electric. I, I'm not sure. I think it is be there tomorrow also. Uh, did I hear 54, 59,000? Hello? 58,000 names. I don't know that I will get to go. I want to go because I'm still searching for one of my classmates. He and I went to Greenville Tech in late 66 and 67. Thomas Mac Mackin. He was from Greenville. And he and I were just like that in Greenville Tech school in our classes. And after we graduated, he came to visit me one day, and he said, um, I have been drafted. I'm supposed to report such and such thing from a basic training. Well, he, he parted, left me, and uh, sometime later he came back. He said, I'm, I'm out of a basic training, and this is when I'm supposed to leave. I'll be going, I believe he told me, to Vietnam. I have a seen or heard from him. Also heard another number, and help me if I'm wrong, 84,000 still missing, unaccounted for, am I right or wrong? 84,000? I, 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 when I thought about that number, I thought about, you know, I know one person that knows where they are, and that's God the Father. If he says that not one sparrow will fall without me noticing it, you know good and well lives, human lives. He knows where they are. So we need to remember those who have given their life for us. Many have died in faraway countries. Many have died in unknown places. Many suffered pain having been captured and were tortured and completely tortured to death. I can't imagine but their sacrifices was matched also by parents 
who knew their son or daughter would never be coming home again? What about the widows whose husbands were killed in battle? Don't you know it hurts that, that crowd when people do not respect this? When they will not remove their cap to pledge and will not stand to their feet of all things. I know there's a lot of you sports fans in here. I'm not one of them. I could care less. I will watch some of it, but it's okay if it don't happen. But I promise you, if I was a coach and a, and a young person would, would fail to stand, he would not play on my team ever again. And if I had anything to do with it, he'd never play another day of sports. I don't care how important, I don't care how valuable he thinks he is or she is. If he can't stand in reverence of this and in honor of this, he needs to be shipped out of America. Never to return again. I'm sorry, but that's the way it ought to be. I think about those POWs and those MIAs. You know, we see the side, we see the flag, but do we think about them? They got families somewhere that are hoping, probably hoping and hoping and hoping they're going to come. Recently, there was a, uh, a Pearl Harbor survivor. Uh, my dad was one that died, I think, um, I think it was in Simpsonville. My sister, she lives in up Mount Airy, the one she heard about it, and she went to the service. She didn't know anybody, but she went to the service in memory of her dad. And when she arrived there, the funeral director said, Ma'am, uh, what family are you here to be with? She said, Well, no, I don't know anybody here. But I'm here because my dad was a Pearl Harbor survivor. Well, the funeral director took her to meet the big dogs who were there, military and honored this man's life and they recognized her as about our day being at Pearl Harbor. Hey, the story goes on and on and on. Up at Walhalla in the rock building. Mike, is that thing got a name? Or the museum, war museums and all. Does it have a name? Heritage Center, is that what it is? Well, anyway, that rock house, I've been in it, okay? And in that place, there's many branches of service represented. Anyhow, there's a Pearl Harbor room, if I'm not wrong. It's a Pearl Harbor room. In that room, there's all kind of memorabilia there, but there's a TV screen in there. And I believe it's number 10. You can pull out the disc, number 10, put it in the TV, and my daddy comes up on the screen and shares his story seven o'clock in the morning. My sister and I, we've talked about it. I can't get her together and she can't get me together that we need to go together and see this thing. It's not going to mean anything probably to anybody but us. But anyway, he, he, he's there uh, sharing his story. But we don't need to forget those who risked their lives. We certainly don't need to forget those who gave their lives. But also, and last of all, we need to remember the one who gave his all for us. That's what this flag represents. It represents the Lord Jesus Christ. 
and I see this flag, to me it's just as high, if not higher, than this one right here. I mean, I think they need to fly together because it represents blood, it represents sacrifices, it represents life, it represents freedom. Hello? Does it? Does it not? It represents freedom. And I want to tell you, I enjoy every day, and I thank God that I was born in America. Our Lord Jesus Christ came into this sin-cursed world. Listen, many soldiers have left going abroad not knowing where they would come back or not, and some didn't come back. Jesus left the throne of glory knowing, knowing he would die before he got back home. No, it's a risk. You and I live in a risky world. I mean, we're not safe in our own home. We're not safe riding down the road. I had a friend at Earl's Grove who was coming down uh, um, somebody helped me in the road. He goes by, uh, by side of uh, uh, Crossroads Baptist Church, Sitting Mill. Sitting Mill Road, that real steep hill that goes down before it crosses the Hartwell, what's left the Hartwell there. He was coming down in his little Volkswagen one night after work and somebody shot a gun and blew his back window out. He has no idea to this day who it was. You're not safe. But I'm thankful. They can take my life. They can take my eyesight. They can take my tongue. But they can't touch my soul. Praise God. My soul is paid for by the blood that the Lord Jesus Christ sacrificed for you and for me. And nobody else went to that cross. Nobody. Nobody else went to the cross but my Jesus to pay for my sin. In John 18, 37, Jesus himself said, for this reason I came. For this very reason I came and to die. I'm grateful today that the Lord died for me to pay for my sins, that I can have eternal life to live with him forever and ever and ever. And I'm thankful today that, hey, one day, according to Scripture, I'll see my mama and daddy again. I know where he's buried, over Highway 88 there at Mount Pisgah Baptist Church. And there at the foot of his grave, it's big old brass bronze thing sitting there that, that tells about um, Pearl Harbor and the survivor. Uh, I look at his picture often and wonder what all he had to go through just to have freedom. Folks, we live in a great, great far I'm sorry, the greatest nation on the face of the earth. And I've been many places and many of you have been many places but Jesus is the one that made the ultimate sacrifice. And we do honor and we pledge and we salute this flag. But we also need to honor and pledge and salute our Lord Jesus Christ for what he has done. Not only what he has done, but what he is still doing. And one of the biggest things he wants to do is to come into your life and mine and control it completely. And unless he can control it completely, he's not first. 
Matthew 6, 33 is very plain. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. Not subtracted, not divided, not taken away, but added unto you. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege today to call you our Father. Lord, again, I want to thank you for the veterans that stood before us this morning. Lord, I pray that you'd bless their lives. Only you know what these men went through by joining the service. Only you know, God. Lord, I pray that you would just comfort them, that you would bless them in a mighty way. Lord, if there's anything to do with what they went through that's, that's horrible to them, Lord, just remove it and give them peace to know they did what they were called to do. Father, we also want to thank you for your son, Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins, who was obedient not to his will, but to your will. Lord, I pray if there's anyone in this place today that's lost, never been saved, I pray that today would be the day that they accept you as a personal Savior. Lord, I pray that you speak to their hearts now. May your will be done, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.